And this Go. ball in the air, deep right center Go. field. Two-run home run, Trevor Story. Way back, Myers, he'll watch it go Chuck Nasty. Two-run home run, David Dahl. And Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. I don't want to lose your love tonight. Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Use that promo code DNVR20. You'll get 20% off your entire purchase of that life-changing and delicious CBD-infused Strava Craft Coffee. I am your host, Drew Creaseman. I am the managing editor of DNVR Rockies, and on this episode, our beat writer Patrick Lyons and I continue to discuss and prepare for the upcoming, if we can use that word already, uh, 2020 First year MLB player draft. I think that's the entire title of it. Uh, there are a lot of things that we had been discussing that were sort of uniquely difficult for the Rockies to have to deal with here. We'll get back into that a little bit more. Also, uh, some conversation on the most recent in terms of what we've been hearing from players and whether or not you know there's going to be baseball this season and and whether or not the players and owners can come together. Uh, we don't dive super deep into that, but at the end of the conversation here, you'll see us basically start to get into that, and we will have much, much more to say on that topic when we do the podcast on Monday. What the wait is over for, though, is DraftKings becoming the official betting partner of DNVR. Yes, that DraftKings, the sportsbook, is America's top-rated sportsbook app. It's not one of those offshore operations like other gambling sites. It's based right here in the U.S., so you can be confident that your funds are secure. You can bet wherever, whenever. There's a lot of events going on right now. It was a tough loss for the Giants and the KBO last night, but uh, they've been a good overbet a, a lot lately. I know they've been on a roll. A lot of KBO stuff going on. There's UFC. There's NASCAR. There's future bets for baseball and football. Uh, there's going to be international sports. So download the app. Use that code DNVR when you do. Uh, you can get a sign-up bonus for up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Go and enter code DNVR, and you will get your sign-up bonus only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Now, we jump back into our conversation about the difficulties of this draft for the Rockies and where we go from here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly frustrating. I still think there's ways that the Rockies can come out of the draft with a very successful one. Um, I think anyway, they were set up to try to take guys who were a bit closer to the big leagues, which I think is also going to be something we're going to see a little bit more of an emphasis on with 
all of the question marks Patrick just illuminated about the history of the minor leagues, you know, taking that high school kid like Trevor Story, who you can put in Casper one year and then low A the next year and then high A and then double A and then triple A and then triple A again. And then like that, that path is going to be harder to envision for some of these guys and, and the more polished products. I think it's going to be interesting, but yeah, I mean, especially when it comes to pitching, if, if there was the a cynical way to talk about a draft or maybe like a franchise tag in the NFL or like signing guys up like Herman Marquez early, if you want to be skeptical or cynical about framing that, you'd say you don't want them to have the choice. You you When you draft somebody like a John Gray with the third overall pick, he knows in 2013 – I'm with the Rockies. I've got three years to get ready for Coors Field, and I'm going to have to pitch there for at least four or five if I want to have any kind of career at all. That's just the way of it. Um, you give those kids a choice, pitchers aren't going to choose to come to Colorado. We've seen it for 27 years. And, you know, we have an idea of, of how good the, I don't want to say scouting department, but the coaches, the, the, those on the developmental side, how, how good of a job they do in Colorado, but we don't know what the agents think. We don't know what they're telling players. So, you know, when you get drafted, if you're ultimately, if you're 18 years or, or younger, right, you're coming out of high school, you've got five years before you can be put on the 40 man roster. I mean, you could, you could be put on a 40 man before that, but if we're talking about the rule five draft, you only have, you only control the rights to a player that's in high school for five seasons. After that, you could lose them. So, okay, you're saying the timeline is five years for a high school player. For a college player, it's four years. Well, shoot, if you draft a kid who's 22 versus a kid who's 19, wait a minute, that college kid is three years older. He might not have the same upside, right? But he's he's three years older, and you only have one less year to develop. According to my math, that he, that means he's got an extra two years of development. So in this draft, if you're going to go ahead and take a high school player, you've got, again, still five years to develop him, but you have no minor league baseball this year. Right. You have no short season, most likely. Next year, right. that's washed away. So you know, you, you potentially have to develop a guy within three years and he doesn't have a lot of experience, you know, riding buses and, and other just little nuanced things about becoming a pro ball player and his mm -hmm. growth could potentially be stunted. So we might see a, you know, uh, a record for the, the fewest amount of, of high school players selected within those, those first five rounds, you know, for that reason, or again, you, you, you know, you, you play the odds and say, well, let's take all the high school players because now the college guys, they've got less of, um, you know, less flexibility, especially if they're, they're college seniors. Where, where are they going to go? They've, they've got no choice, right? Yeah. The juniors, they might want to just go ahead and, and, and make that jump. So it's, it's just, it's so tricky. It's, it's so hard and it's really unfortunate for, you know, thousands or a thousand players who, are not going to get drafted, are not going to be in the system, um, are not going to ultimately get paid what they were hoping to, and and their families, the investments that they've made. One of my favorite things to see on, on Twitter and social media is the the families and parents getting an envelope from their their recently drafted child a year or two ago, and they open it up, and it's a letter saying, hey, 
the deed or, or the your mortgage has been paid off, you have zero debt because yeah. the kid goes, shoot, I just got paid three million dollars to play baseball. My parents, they only owe maybe seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt. Usually it's probably much less than that, you gotta imagine. And you go, I can pay off your debt because you invested in me. I'm going to keep the rest for myself, but it's the least I can do to thank you for everything that you've invested into me. And now after the first 160 kids are drafted, that check is $20,000 and it's not even up front. It's, it's, it's played out over, over two years. So it's very sad. It's very sad for those kids. We, you know, we'll, we'll dive more into this and I have, a lot more thoughts on like I, I've only basically written so far on like the technicalities of how I think this is going to potentially hurt the Rockies. I think in the long term, there's a lot more, and, we, and we'll talk about the long term effects that this is probably going to have on the minor leagues. And we've already, you know, especially if you followed Patrick during minor league Mondays, and we talked to Corey Sullivan about it, the possibility of they're not being these minor league teams in Colorado anymore. And I have plenty of thoughts on the disadvantage that that puts the Rockies at, but we'll, we'll have to get into all of that as we continue to build up for it. While the wait for the baseball season continues to go on indefinitely, the wait for the draft is now at least under a month. So that's pretty exciting. And the wait for draft Kings is over completely over. No more wait. There's legal betting in Colorado now. And before you know it, all of these sports will be back for you to bet on. And the best way to get in on the action is with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. DraftKings, yes, that's DraftKings, has launched an online sportsbook created by fans for fans. This isn't some offshore operation like other gambling sites. DraftKings is a legitimate sportsbook based right here in the U.S., so you can be confident that your funds are secure. You can bet wherever, whenever. You don't even have to leave your house. And there are plenty of things not that you can bet on now, not just the UFC and the KBO, though those, those are some really fun things uh, to bet on. Uh, well, we've got future bets now on baseball, if, if and when it comes back, the NFL, things like that. There are pool survivor bets on TV shows like Chopped and Shark Tank, and I would assume The Bachelor. I, I, I would just assume. Um, and we've got uh, unique bets for you, our DNVR members. We've got DNVR lines that are exclusive to us that we have helped to come up with and craft for you. I know the Broncos have done a lot of fun and interesting things. They've even got a DNVR bet show going with RK and Dr. Andre 1000 or whatever the hell they're calling him. It's a phenomenal show. They run some KBO highlights for you. Uh, they get into the over-unders. They're, they're having a fun time. We're having a fun time, and you will be having a fun time. If you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, enter code DNVR and get your sign-up bonus only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25-time playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, take a breath. 
while you do that, I'll point out that you are starting to be able to to gamble on some other sports like rugby. If if you're inter- if you're interested in the Parramatta Eels versus the Brisbane Broncos, obviously Broncos are the way to go for that. Bundesliga. Do you know what what country do you think the Bundesliga is? Isn't that an Italian soccer league? No. Go Damn. northwest a little bit. Uh Oh no! Sorry, <laughs> I need to be on the spot with European geography. Be German. Be Deutschland is the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. The thankfully, the most of the planet is kind of getting back to some semblance of normalcy. So yeah, there's there's some more games going on. KBO still going strong with the bat flips. There's two games on tomorrow, Drew. Will you be watching yeah. both games? I will be watching the games that are on at a reasonable hour. My um, my Twitch stream this morning as I was playing playoff NHL hockey were letting me know because uh, they had all just woken up from there because they're hardcore and they do what they do. They had their KBO situation going and they were letting me know that my twins had their game rained out and so we'll be playing a doubleheader and I will be catching at least the first half of that doubleheader Headline viewing, marquee, market down. I also realized that I should be watching these whole games on Twitch after the fact. If any of you have been stupid like me and been like, I don't know what to do. They're at 3 o'clock in the morning. They're all on Twitch. Go to the official Twitch channel. Watch the videos if you want to watch the entire game as you're getting your coffee ready in the morning. You can and you should. Yeah, ESPN, I think, is even replaying them in the afternoon. But but tomorrow's doubleheader. I can't wait. I, I can't remember who's playing, but at 3.30 a.m. there's a game, and at 11 p.m. Saturday night there's a game. So don't miss the doubleheader <laughs> that is separated <laughs> by quick math almost 20 hours. <laughs> so it's a doubleheader, you know. The only thing in between them. It's a twi-day twi doubleheader. Not twi-night, twi-day. Friday. You know, one thing I don't think you can bet on, but how dope would it be if we could cross these two things over is WGT. We've got Ooh. to figure that out because we got a big tournament coming up on Sunday. What is the Tahopen? Tahopen. God, we're clever. Aren't we just the cleverest people? Uh, we've, <laughs> we've named it the Tahopen. It's a nine hole closest to the whole tournament that was specifically set up for Adam Marez to beat you. So do not let him win. Anyone that can show up and beat Adam will get a high five from me. If you place above Adam Marez this weekend in the WGT and then swing by the DNVR bar whenever it's open, whenever that happens in the world, I will buy you a Breck brew at the DNVR bar. If you place higher than Adam Marez in WGT this weekend, Send me the screenshot of it. If you're wondering what in the hell we're talking about, WGT is the most popular free golf game in the world, played by over 20 million people, including everybody here at DNVR. Mm-hmm. You can play closest to the whole full-stroke play uh, on a bunch of famous golf courses, including Pebble Beach, Beth Page Black, St. Andrews, Wolf Creek. Uh, you can pretty much challenge us anytime you want. We're doing weekly tournaments on Sundays. Make sure that you join our country club uh, where all the cool kids hang out, go to dnvrgolf.com. You can download it again, totally free for your phone, for your computer. It's a great way to either spend some time relaxing or get really into something and squash your foes, whichever way you want to go. 
it's a lot of fun, and I and I recommend you practicing before you log into the tournament because mm-hmm. I made that mistake in our our last little tourney and was and I wasn't even rusty. I just wasn't mentally prepared. I literally woke up in bed. My wife had already gotten up, and I'm like, I'm just gonna knock this out right now. And it was I got a ten spot. I've never, oh. I don't, I've never even gotten a seven since like my first day of playing and I got, I got a, a 10 spot hung on me. So it's going to be a lot of fun and it's not. And so if you're not good at putting, this is perfect for you because it's really just about your drive. Um, not, not personally, like with your motivation, but your drive <laughs> off the tee and, and, and leading the wins. <laughs> yeah. And picking the right club. Like that's really all that it's about. So uh, this one will be interesting to see. I think it's, it's really going to be anyone's contest. Oh, man, that's brutal. A guy, Reese, coming in saying, I play golf at Northern Illinois and our season got canceled. Couldn't imagine what these baseball players are going through. I mean, I, it seems like you probably could, actually, as, as much. <laughs> Not more than seems like you'd be in a pretty great position to uh, imagine what they're going through. Um, and, you know, I, I wasn't going to jump into that too much today. I wanted to get into the history of it, but just judging based – on the timing and and on the lack of research that I've done for the the other thing, uh, I'm thinking maybe we'll we'll talk about this a little bit, Patrick, because it's something that people are um, getting into. Yeah, trying to prepare for the draft, all of it. There's a lot of people in a tough spot, and we've seen over the last couple of days, I think, some uh, emotions uh, boil over on both sides. You've seen some remarks from Blake Snell uh, that went viral. Uh, you've seen some owners kind of snapping back. Uh, Trevor Bauer has gone out to do his, his thing. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll give my thoughts real quickly. And then, and then Patrick, I want to get you in on this as well. But uh, I, I'll say this. Major League Baseball needs a better system in place than – well, if you're concerned, then you don't have to play. That That's where I'm at right now. I see a lot of this stuff going on. I think there's a lot of complications when it comes to what the owners have asked the players to take in terms of pay cuts and then what they've asked them to take on top of that in terms of revenue sharing, uh, whether or not it makes sense. Like, I mean, Blake Snell did a horrible job of articulating a point that had some merit. Um, you lose people when you start saying, imagine my sorrow. No one feels bad for you. And, and major league ball players need to understand that, but that doesn't mean that they can't stand on a, on a correct principle. It doesn't mean they have to cave to the owners. Um, but I, I I think we're going to see this play out more and more and, the the thing that I keep coming back to, like I said, Patrick, I'll get you in after this, is is just there needs to be a better solution than, well, if you don't want to play, then you don't get to or you don't have to and you get no pay and we're taking everybody else and you guys can stay over there. Like that's not – and for Rockies fans in particular, if guys who are potentially health compromised just can't play – you don't get your starting center fielder, David Dahl, and you don't get your closer, Scott Oberg. Those are the two guys we know for sure 
would not be allowed to play. So I know everyone wants baseball back. I know we're all frustrated, um, but keep those things in mind. I, I don't know that the best way to move forward is to say, well, anyone who can't, can't. We're moving forward. Sorry, David and Scott. Stay home. Yeah. And we, we don't know that they can't per se. It would just be maybe recommended that, right. hey, you know what, it probably would be in your best interest to not play, but we couldn't force you. If David Dahl, again, it's a, it's that freedom, like, well, do you want to thrive or do you want to survive? And I think that's that line of, well, how do we communicate that? Some people just want to have the option to survive because they're scared by this and, and rightfully so. And they don't want to open themselves up to, you know, death ultimately, or, or whether it's not to themselves, but it's to their, their family. Yeah, it's, it's a no win conversation of, well, you're making this much money. So who cares? It's, it's, you know, there, there's a, probably a, a thin line. I, I don't know how thin it is or how gray it is between, you know, players and their, the birth of their child and say, Hey, come on, you're getting paid $15 million a year. You need to be there for that game against the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw's on the Hill. We need you in the lineup. Don't be going, you know, back home for the birth of your child. Really? Like that's right. that, that. No, that that's not right. We're, we're talking about lives. Like we know these players, you know, they should be home for the, the birth of their child. Like we, we live in the, 21st century where we should be able to discern between someone maybe, you know, just trying to take advantage of a, of a system or something like that. And the rights that are just due to us as human beings, like seeing the birth of your child or not going into an unsafe work environment. So there's a lot to be worked out and it's, it could be really troublesome because it's, we're just, it's just not known. And even if we start to see numbers, improve uh in regards to COVID nineteen and the next couple of weeks and we say, you know, we we the scientists, the people who actually know what's going on, they're looking at data. They're neither Republican nor Democrat nor libertarian. They're literally scientists. Even if they can show us numbers that suggest things are going to be fine for the summer, it's not not perfect, but they're gonna be really good in the summer if we take these precautions. There's no guarantee that you know, once we get a little cold snap at the beginning of the fall and autumn and, you know, once we're getting to the playoffs and now, now what happens now? We do, we not have playoffs. Do we have guys leaving in, in mass? And, and now the, the team that's the number one seed doesn't have half their players. I don't know. I don't have answers to these. And I don't know that MLB does either. And, and none of the leagues do. And it's the, it's the one thing that keeps being brought up, and I feel like people – I've seen a couple people respond to it this way, right? The question keeps being asked. Okay, let's say everything feels safe, looks good. We get back out there. We're doing the thing. We play game one. Rockies play the Diamondbacks. And after the game, uh, it turns out that player X – I'm not going to say a name. It's just not fair. <laughs> player X is uh, for uh, the Diamondbacks has tested positive for COVID. Okay, now he's got to go in quarantine. Does everybody he interacted with that day? Are the Diamondbacks now out? Can they not play anymore? Can they just not play anymore with that one guy? If it does go through their whole team, is it sorry you're out? What about the other team? There was surely some interaction there. So now one team can't play baseball for two weeks because the team they were playing against had a guy. And those are the things that I don't think people – it just takes 
one thing like that because I've seen people respond to it and go like, hey, look, it's like an injury. If it turns out you're, you're playing down there, you get COVID, you're out two weeks, then you're out two weeks. It's like, yeah, but if you break your leg, that doesn't mean that everybody else on the team could very easily contract your broken leg. That's not how, that is not how it works. No, dude, those injuries are, are definitely not contagious. And, and you know, and, I, oh, sorry, just, no, you go. Make a, I just want to say real quickly, and the clubhouse attendants and security guards and custodians and ushers, like you may think to yourself, like, well, whatever, if they get sick, they're ball players, they're young, they're healthy, they're rich, whatever. The number of normies of us regular people, media, that how many times have I shook whoever's hand? Th- hey, thanks, fist bump, whatever. Throughout the day, touching is a big part of baseball. It's just there's a lot of hand grabbing, butt slapping. It it goes on, and so um, it, it's not just the players. You need security guards and ushers and clubhouse attendants. And the Rockies have some phenomenal clubhouse attendants. And if you get tiny sick, I'm going to be very upset about it. We love that man, and he doesn't have Nolan Arenado money. He does not. He does yeah. not. He, uh, yeah, he's, he's a saint. Tiny's the best. It's, it's, uh, it's a difficult time to really navigate. I know at the beginning of this, when major league baseball was, was trying to come up with plans to have a season, I was, I was really opposed to it at that time because it was very much about this survival thing. And it almost, it came across at that time of, as like, all right, well, this is going to pass or it's not a big deal or we're just going to go about kind of we're going to go about business as usual and get back. And we hadn't really hit the peak of everything. And it was like, whoa, that's really sending the wrong message. But ultimately what they were doing was they're just, hey, look, we got to figure something out. If it goes well, here's our plan. If it doesn't go well, we're not doing that plan, right? They're just straight up not doing it. So we still don't know what MLB is going to do. The MLB draft, just like the NFL draft, they can do that just like we are able to have podcasts for you daily and live like we are right now. Or if you're you're listening to the, the podcast uh, after the fact on Friday afternoon, again, that, that doesn't matter because, again, we don't need to be together for that. So major league baseball can pivot, but they, they do need to plan. And I, and I get that. So I can respect that. And I don't think they've really gotten any backlash. Uh, it's, it's really just been from the players saying, well, what are the specifics? Cause it's all good and well for, for you and I to talk about the potential of a season and all right, what would it look like? What about the divisions? What about the teams? How many games, how many playoffs, but the players are thinking about it. Well, what about the minutia of who's going to be allowed there? You know, it's, it's, it's bad enough that we're going to be forced into these closed stuffy locker rooms around these other people that I have to hope and trust they're making good choices when they're away from the game, but now there's going to be press there. And sure, even if they're far away, you know, what, what precautions are taking that, that they're okay. And do we have the equipment to do all those things? There are so many details that are going to, you know, so many T's that will need to be crossed. So many lowercase J's that will need to be dotted in order for us (laughs) to really make sure this is safe. And even then, as you mentioned, there's no guarantee. It's, it's a wild time to be alive. I don't think anyone's ever said that before, but there you go. 
These are every commercial. These are trying times. And if you want to make it out of these trying times, go to MSU Denver <laughs> online. <laughs> you, you get yourself, look, it's, it's straight up of all the places you could go, get yourself nice and set to reattack the world once it's ready to be reattacked. MSU Denver online has got to be near the top of that list, whether you're trying to finish out a degree, start one up, just kind of get some vocational work done, learn a new skill. Uh, you can do all of it. They've got, uh, whether it's full programs, individual classes, all kinds of stuff, pretty much anything that you can think of, a, a ton of Colorado native alumni out of that place. I've taken some classes at MSU uh, way back in the day, but still I took some, um, I took musical theory there. For a little while when I was doing the music thing made me a much better musician in my days took me from a guy playing in my basement to a guy playing in front of empty crowds. Uh, but, it, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I learned a lot. I absolutely cherished uh, my time just being able to go through kind of mostly at my own pace um, and doing those online courses really helped me at a time when I couldn't be going out to school where a lot of us right now either can't or don't feel especially comfortable. So check them out at MSU Denver. Whoa, 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 where is it? I just lost the thing. It's msudenver.edu slash online. Um, I'm going to delay our conversation on the fun facts of history um, because we got one more question here that I think is a good place to just start. And we already uh, I've put the draft up and I want to wrap up before too long. But Reese, since you've hung out, you've been such a good viewer of the live here. And we, we've put it on the board, as it were. He asks, do you think we take the best player on the board with our first pick or take the best pitcher available? I think the Rockies will most likely take who they think is the best player on the board. If it was up to me, I would take pitching. I would take five pitchers, but there's like probably a good reason it's not up to me. And that has nothing to do, by the way, with need and everything to do with a history of the Rockies finding position players of quality throughout any number of rounds of the draft. Your Ryan Spillboards, your Corey Sullivan, your Seth Smith, at least decent guys. I mean, the Rockies can get good position players. Landing DJ LeMay, he was an also-ran, and he turns into a perennial all-star. Um, pitching has been by far the biggest bugaboo of the franchise. You need numbers. You need homegrown pitchers. You need pitchers who are used to altitude, though you may not be able to train them at altitude anymore if we're not going to find our league teams in Colorado. But <laughs> I would I would take pitching. Patrick? Your thoughts? Yeah, they they would be uh, do well to find the next Alex Klanowski out of Northern Illinois University. It'd be a That's shout that. out for our guy Reese Go Huskies. But I, I think really the the best player available is is probably the the best shot, seeing as though they do have the ninth pick, and there very well could be some players that on their board it it could be their number one guy. You know, I I would think if they had the first pick or rather if, if Spencer Torkelson for some strange reason were not to be selected, I think the Rockies would take him, right? Because even though he plays first base and you've just drafted first baseman, the um, 
the last two two first rounds uh, of the 2018-2019 draft with Grant Levine and, and Michael Toglia, you you take the best player who's there if, if, if it's, you know, so undoubtedly obvious, right? Uh, but Torkelson won't be there for him. Emerson Hancock, you know, you know, won't be available either. Uh, same thing with with Martin, Austin Martin out of University of, of Vanderbilt. So Asa Lacey will be gone. So, I mean, you got four guys right there that are almost guaranteed locks to go within the top five. And, you know, there, there's still going to be some some really quality players. And it's it's debatable. What does it mean for a player to be the best? Because if it's a high school player, high school players aren't as good as college level players. But you say, well, give me two years. And at 20 years old or 21 years old, they're going to be just as good, if not better than 22. You know, one, one thing that they, you know, I think they like drafting good organizational players. Right. And I don't think you necessarily need to do that in the first round, but you know, one guy that I've, I've heard that they have some interest in is uh, Garrett Mitchell out of UCLA who would, who would pair really nicely with Michael Togley as they, you know, were, were previously teammates, but you know, the, the one issue with Garrett Mitchell, um, much like you mentioned before earlier, Drew is, you know, this idea of compromised immune system, right? We, we see that with, with David Dahl, um, not, not having a spleen, no spleen. right? Spleenectomy. Spleenless. Um, Spleenless you know, <laughs> um, you know, Garrett, uh, Garrett Mitchell also, you know, has that going on as, as well, similarly as, uh, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank as to his uh, his system. He, I believe he has his type type two diabetes. Uh, mm. My apologies, I, I'm not exactly sure. Um, it, this is the kind of information we'll have right on draft day. But right, he's he's again one of those guys that again for Colorado that might not really be the fit, even though he's you know a very very talented guy, and it, it might not be a factor for him at all. You know, just because you have something. Uh, like leukemia, look at Roman Reigns in WWE. You know, he's still able to mm-hmm. conduct uh, his business at a, an incredibly high level for so long. And and other players have, have various. John Lester. Sure, sure. Battling back from, from cancer. And we are Colorado's own Chad Bettis has, has done it. So it's it's not a, it's not a death sentence and it's not uh, anything to say, you know what? This is a guy we should avoid at all costs because, you know, maybe you are able to sign or draft a guy like Mitchell and, and get him at, at somewhat of a discount. And now you're that your 35th pick overall in the compensation round at the back end of the first, you know, is, is that much better. So a lot of baseball is about quantity because we could go back in every single draft and look and say, how did you miss that guy? How did you, right. oh, how did you miss this guy in the eighth round? Seven rounds of guys were taken before him. So, I mean, Mike draft was a 27th overall pick. So, what what happened with the twenty six teams? It's really not twenty six because the Angels took Randall Gritchick at twenty six. But you know what I mean, and it's like that happens, right? There's so much variability in all sports, but in baseball, most particularly, Mike Piazza, Hall of Famer, was drafted as a favor, you know, to to his to his godfather, Tommy Lasorda. You, you never know. There's been first overall picks that have Mark Appel most recently never even made it to the majors. He's retired. He's done. Never even made it to the majors. He's first overall pick. So it over Chris Bryant, John Gray. Yeah. No. 
Yep, it's gonna it's it in a way that makes it almost more intriguing and exciting because we really don't know these guys could be anywhere from total flameouts to Hall of Famers and and in any round really like you said Mike Piazza Albert Pujols another guy who was never a, a, a high round pick never even like a super promoted prospect and then he was just the greatest right-handed hitter who ever lived for a decade it was went to community uh, college went to a, a junior college he was he didn't go to a major university yeah and that'll be part of the stuff we'll break down too is is that there are almost three different levels in a sense where you got high school players you've got the division one guys and you still you still have division two division three guys look at look at brenton doyle last year he was the first uh, d3 guy and was a big prospect go back and and listen to our our podcast with kyle Kyle kercheval uh from the grand junction rockies as their broadcaster was glowing on his report about Doyle. And then you kind of have the junior colleges because that's a spot where a guy can increase his value and then either go to a division one school after a year or two, or if he gets drafted, he can go right in. So you can have the, the best of both worlds in a lot of ways. And Bryce Harper, you go. That's right. Yeah. He also graduated a year early from high school. Yeah, that, that's so, a unique story, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but that's what allowed him because it was, he wanted to get a year of college experience, you know, under his belt. And if he had committed to a university, he would have been there for three years. So you right. can go to a junior college. And so we'll break it. We'll break all yeah, of that I, stuff down. In Grand Junction, in, in the Juco World Series, because that's where it's held, the, the Junior College World Series, in Grand Junction, Colorado, at Sam Saplesio Field. Bryce Harper with a metal bat. I saw it with my own eyes. Guy was hitting stuff into the parking lot. They were saying it went 500 feet. I have no idea how they measured stuff there, but it's certainly the farthest I've ever seen to this day. Anybody now, when I go down and even when Sam Hilliard's, you know, doing a, a home run derby, they're, they got wood bats and they're crushing them and they're they're showing off. But Bryce Harper with a metal bat in a place at altitude where it's dry and there was no humidor is about as far as I've ever seen a human being hit a baseball. What was he 18, 19 years old, mom? You were there. <laughs> She's in the comments. Now. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he uh, was a freak in some ways. He still is a freak, but again, very clearly the first overall pick um, is he, is he still a freak? Well, remember the days in which the conversation was Mike Trout or Bryce Harper. And it's like, now it's, Bryce Harper and Trevor Story. Yeah, sort of more in that what JD Martin. Trevor Story. Yeah. <laughs> right? Who would you rather have? Bryce Harper or Trevor Story? Right. Trevor Story. Trev, probably for positional reasons. Yeah. Sure. I do like, I am a Bryce Harper defender, and I've always felt like that was a tough bar to be graded on. You're not as good as Mike Trout. Uh, that That's kind of <laughs> rough. <laughs> like Bryce Harper is still one of the 20 best players, 20, 25 best players in major league baseball. Maybe 25th. Um, I, but the number, do the numbers back it up is the other piece. And that's where you get to the conversation. And yeah, now this last year he struck out a ton and didn't hit as well, but he was getting walked a lot. Guys aren't giving him anything his first year in Philly. I don't know. I don't know, but the power and walking and the tool set, like at the end of the day, give me a guy that can do all the things, even if he's not doing them all right now. And that's always been the thing with Harper, right? He's got a great arm. He can run. He can hit. He can hit for power. He's got a pretty good eye. 
some years he just strikes out too much and doesn't seem to run the ball out well in the outfield. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but how old do you think Bryce Harper is? Initial initial thought. Like twenty seven. Nailed it. Very good. Yeah. I didn't have a thought, but I was looking. I'm like, well, I know he's young because he's been around forever, right? He's, right. Even even he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He's in high school as a baseball player. Like that was the last time I think Sports Illustrated even cared about baseball. Um, that was their jump to shark moment, maybe even possibly. Um, but yeah, he's been in the, he's, he's been a thing since then. And yeah, eight seasons in the majors, some, some good, some okay. Some injury plagued, almost all injury plagued, but yeah, he's only still only 27 and he still has 27 more years left on his contract. That's right. With no most importantly, he got his wish and brought a championship to DC. That's right. And of course, my mother can't let us forget that both Kirby Puckett and Paul Molitor also played at Juco. So there you have it. Um, cool. Well, we'll have a lot more fun stuff to do uh, on the next couple of podcasts. That was good. That was more draft talk than I thought we were gonna do, but we're we're getting excited for it, we're getting ready for it. We'll have more details for you as soon as we, you know iron them out. That's that's how that works. So thanks everyone so much for hanging out with us for this one during the live chat, or if you're just listening after the fact, really appreciate it. We want to hit us up with some questions. You know how to do that on social media. You go to the website, leave them here on the podcast page. Either way, just let us know your thoughts. We'll do our best to make sure that we can talk about them here on the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the dnvr.com and get yourself some cool merch. We got like this hat wearing right now. Um, I don't know what our special is right now but we've got specials every week and just keep you know supporting all of our sponsors during this time we really appreciate it It helps them out it helps us out and it helps you out triple triple help we even have masks now too there's been a a big outcry for folks now with everyone's got masks i think well yeah pretty much everybody has masks if you don't you really haven't been trying and you you, you haven't watch any of the tutorials on on how to do it right because you can you can learn how to make it very easily and now people are going all right i want to i want to step my game up i want to stylize one we got them now dnvr we got our logo right on that so you you know you can do that in style because that's the world that we live in now so go for it do that support us um because we're we are a local business and, and we definitely could use that support so we're we're glad to help you look good as you walk around town and and behave responsibly. Absolutely. hundred percent. Thank you all. Be safe out there. Continue to be absolutely awesome. Rocking your DNVR mask. We will continue to be absolutely Patrick Lyons, Andrew Creaseman. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.